Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. We would like to welcome to the show former Texas Longhorn, Geoff Swain. What's up, Jeff? What's up? You know, just uh, just living life, you know, kicking it old school. Yeah. Old school? That's right. You're kind of getting to be an old man on this team, aren't you? (laughs) Uh, This year, what, year three? Year three. About midway through the season, you start feeling a little older. You know? Yeah. Hey, FYI, that headset doesn't work. You got to talk into the microphone. There you go. Yeah, just tilt it. You got to get it uncomfortably close to your mouth. Right. Is this close enough? Yeah, that is actually perfect. All right. Are you liking what's going on in Austin? Like the direction they're heading? Yeah. To be totally honest, I don't watch a lot of college ball. But from what I've seen from them, they're a young team, but they seem to play with a little bit of edge. And I know they're they're figuring out a lot of things. I like their quarterback, um, and their defense is going to improve, you know, as they get more experience. Um, don't know Coach Herman a lot, more not at all, but uh, I've heard a lot of good things about him. So they got the right direction. So you were on the show out at training camp. Kurt wasn't with us, so this is mm-hmm. the first time you met Kurt. You know me and Nate. I got to ask you something because I I posted a picture of us on the field on Instagram about two months ago, and I made up my own caption, and I was like, I need to actually ask Jeff. California boy, right? Yeah. In and out or what a burger? In and out, easily. Ah! No doubt. Oh, no doubt. There's, ah! there's not a lot of things like from California that I really hold on to, you know? Yeah. I consider myself a Texas guy for sure, uh-huh. but in and out's one of them. Ah! Oh, yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. No. He'll be in and out in 15 minutes. Of water. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to ask you one more question. I'll let these guys jump in. Nick Eatman told me to ask you, in the San Francisco game, were you wide open? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, yeah. Um, yeah. It was. You were? Yeah, I was. I missed that. What was it? He was just like wide. Nick said he was wide open, and Nick said I must have been the only person in the stadium that saw him. But oh, yeah. He was just – you were streaking, what, down the sideline? Yeah, it was It was like I just ran a deep over route, and the timing of the play worked out. The ball had to come out earlier. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was running and getting all excited as I ran. <laughs> <laughs> when that happens, do you go back and say, hey, I'll be, I'm open this time or next time, or are you just uh, – um, I think if my – if my stock was higher, you yeah. might. <laughs> but, but you got to know your place. Right. So I just came back. Hey, man, great play. Let's you know, let's keep going. <laughs> Change the <laughs> Right. Yeah. Now, how's your mom and father and everybody's yeah. doing okay? Everybody's doing life? great. They uh, they came out a couple weeks ago for the game. And then um, my dad and my brother um, and some friends were out in the San Francisco game. So it's been nice to see them. But everybody's doing well. They're getting more and more used to Texas. So maybe they'll – Change over the water. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. I, Are they living I, here? No, they still live in California. Okay. They just how often they visit? Um, this year they'll probably come out to two or three games. Um, last year they came to quite a few, I believe. Yeah. It just depends on what they can work into their schedules and stuff. But um, yeah, we try and get our my parents and Lauren's parents out. You know, a couple times a year at least. Yeah. Does the uh, 
the uh, running back situation, we don't want to talk too much football, but the running back situation, does that change anything y'all do from a tight end scheme perspective at all? Not really. Um, you know, our offense is – we're blessed to have a lot of depth at a lot of positions. Mm. Um, and running back is one of our deeper positions, I think. Um, and we have, you know, three guys in that room, you know, that are behind Zeke but have played at a high level mm. for a while. You know, D-Mac and Alfred have been doing it for – a long time and have been really productive um top level backs yeah and rod is one of those guys who we haven't you know people haven't seen a lot of him but guys in the locker room know him and know how he plays and he's a real deal too yeah we're so, we're excited man me and nate are, watched yeah. him all at all at camp we were like sure. man get this guy in the game let's yeah. see what he's got so right. we're, we're kind of excited to see what what he does on sunday so Kurt, uh, go, man. Come on, jump in there. All my questions have been answered. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious. We're done. We had I asked camp. about the family, man. Well, I, yeah. well, I wanted to follow up, too. Your brother Michael played college football mm-hmm. and all. I mean, he's a year older than you. Were you guys pretty close? Or? My, Michael is three years older than three me. Three years older than um, me. We actually played junior college ball together, though. Yeah. Um, he sat out a year after high school and then started. So uh, we played a year there. He played two years at Eastern Michigan and then was in training camp with uh, Tampa Bay and had a real bad uh, – injury dislocated his elbow broke his arm mm. so i kind of shut it down yeah. for him but yeah he's been he played for a long time and i was actually able to play with him so it was cool a lot of competition growing up yeah big time um me my older brother michael my little brother jordan we all played football growing up um and my sister was a good athlete too basketball volleyball so our whole family was a really athletic family we had you know aau pop warner football you know little league everything we could do we were always playing so Everything was competitive. <laughs> Three uh, brothers. I bet sister didn't bring too many boyfriends around. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. She, she, my sister's the oldest, but no, nah, she was. Uh, she was probably more competitive than we were. Really? To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Now you were a linebacker in high school, right? Yeah. And it sounds like you weren't real thrilled about moving to tight end once you got to. No, I what? No, I. Uh, I played um, tight end a little bit in high school. Just you know, everyone played, you know, offense mm-hmm. and defense. Um, and then when I went to junior college, I came in thinking I was going to be the, you know, the guy at linebacker and they said, no, you're, in, you're going to play tight end. And so I kind of resisted it for a while. Um, just cause I liked the mindset of playing defense. And then once I learned to play tight end, learned how to play the position a little better, I kind of learned to enjoy some of the intricacies of it. Um, it's a little more in my mind, it's a little more of a, um, a lot more, in my mind at least, there's a lot more thinking involved at the tight end position. So your game transitions from a huge physical standpoint to a lot of, you know, mental preparation, which I hadn't done that a lot. You know, in high school, you don't really do a lot of that anyway. Yeah. But learning how to play tight end the right way still is something I'm having to, you know, work at to get better at. Um, but it's a challenge that I enjoy because it, it is – it's completely challenging from every aspect of football, physically, mentally – you have to learn to run routes the right way. You got to block. You have to know protections and coverages, and um, it's something that I really enjoy working at as my craft for sure. It's been the tougher learning because you came in as known as a good blocker, mm-hmm. but it's been tougher being an NFL blocker or learning the pass passing side of it. Um, I think for me, the toughest thing is learning consistency. I I have a lot of capabilities in the run game, and I know that. Um, but consistently doing that versus, you know, unscouted looks and D-line movement, um, stuff like that is is a challenge to learn how to do it the right way all the time so that you can excel in a situation that's not ideal. You know what I mean? Um, and the pass game is just – it's it's something that I'm, I'm able to be patient with because my role is 
blocking and special teams. And so I'm able to kind of work on that um, and let that develop over time. How many special teams are you on? I start on three of them. I don't, I don't play on kickoff that much, right. but I, I, mean, I can in a pinch, but I play most of the other ones. So do you, do you, you still like to hit people? Yeah, um, selectively. It depends. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, contact is one of those. It's one of those things where you can kind of assert yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it feels good to, to pop somebody. But then there's, there's times when you think about, like, how much do I want to hit somebody with my face? Right. You know, like, <laughs> you know, you know, so that part of playing tight end, I really appreciate. Yeah. You know, I, you got to think how many times Sean Lee during a game just runs into someone as fast as he can. Right. And I don't have to do that as much tight end, which yeah. is, which is nice. <laughs> I, I read a story. I think it was one of your first games at Texas, New Mexico, maybe. And you just cleaned some guy's clock, yeah. knocked his helmet off. But before you knew it, his teammate cleaned you out pretty good. Yeah. I, I remember the play. I was, I was, uh, I was playing H back. I was in the backfield doing like a scat protection. So I was basically the running back. And I checked out, went to the random route to the flat. Quarterback scrambled, and I went to crack on somebody. And I blew him up, and then his teammate blew me up. And that was my little welcome to college football. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was gone. <laughs> Two blow-ups and a wipeout. Huh? It, was, it was terrible. <laughs> who'd, you, yeah. uh, who'd you look up to whenever you were growing up? What, what players did you? Um, I watched not a lot of football at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch – professional football really at all um we didn't have a tv in the house till i was like in high school so i didn't ever have like a favorite team growing up or anything like that um but i've always liked defense especially when i was in high school so i was a big ravens fan mm-hmm. um i liked ed reeds i like you know ray lewis i liked all those guys you know yeah um and then once i started playing tight end obviously you know we watch a guy like wit and he's someone you look up to just because of um the completeness of his game mm-hmm. so um, watched him quite a bit and you know obviously when you're younger you're watching you know all the guys that are good and flashy you're just kind of you weren't just, required to like Aaron Rodgers when didn't he go to your high school he did yeah um what I didn't know yeah, this yeah he did yeah um and junior college actually wow so, yeah so small world See? but you, you, you know what though the reason they didn't have a tv because they were a very active family mm. explain it what I'm saying when yeah I we active. was uh when I was younger I have um Five siblings, half brother and a half sister. So there were four of us at the house. The other two had grown up and were out doing their thing. But um, we were homeschooled for a good portion of of our childhood. Um, so it was a lot of you know we worked a lot. We did a lot of things around the house. We were outdoors, you know, the majority of the day. Um, so that kind of you know we got a lot of things taught to us as mm-hmm. kids that you know maybe some other kids didn't have. You know, mm-hmm. so we had a real good work ethic growing up and um just sort of that, that diligence that you get taught because you're kind of forced to see all of you that have kids kurt this is for you too. get rid of the tv oh, get yeah. rid of the playstation get your kids outside <laughs> and, and they, they love each other and they, see, the thing about it when you got that you got love mm-hmm. you learn to work together you learn yeah. respect yep. other people's opinions whereas now you got the tv and it's what i want they, they family is different. Yep. I met his mom and dad. They they different people. They they got different set of values. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted him to say what he said because, yep. you know, uh, TV is just not a very positive thing right now. Right. And I'm I'm not opposed to anything yeah. like that. I mean, I don't. I got rid of all my social media and all that stuff, just because it was just it wasn't good for me. It was just a distraction. It wasn't something that I thought was good for my uh, attention span and my patience and. Um, it moves yes. the focus from things that are 
important to things that are not important if you let it. Yeah. And for me, it was just something. It just kind of took over. So I won't, get, I won't get rid of the TV. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> but, you know, but you're selective in how you do your TV. Mm-hmm. Like I, I told my wife, we got every cable channel known to man. And now, now we, every month we questioning the bill like, so now we in the process saying, what do we really need right. on this list? If we, they hook you by the NFL Network and the NBA oh, yeah. because I have to talk about that. Right. So I'm hooked because that hooked hooks you. It's a package, and I'm like, wow, can I get rid of this? Can I? So I don't know about all the other stuff. So you can go to this. I'm like, man, please, I just keep this package. Yeah. What, what yeah. was that like for you though? You were sound like a real close family, and and all, and then you went to junior college like mm. 30 minutes away. Right. And then you had to go to Austin, Texas. What yeah. was that move like? It was interesting. Um, I didn't have a lot of f- uh, forethought to what I wanted to do as far as football goes. Um, came out of high school and didn't really think about playing college ball at all. Um, so when I went to junior college, it was kind of just by default. I didn't really know what else to do. Um, and then I got the offer from Texas and went there and – that was a big transition. I'd never been anywhere else. Yeah. Um, a little homesickness sometimes there? No, not, not not that so much. My sister lives in Austin. Oh, okay. And my cousin lives in Austin as well. Um, so my wife and I, at the time, we were dating. So, you know, we both moved to Texas. Um, so I had a good foundation, a good base of people to, to lean on. Uh, made the transition a lot easier. And that's Ooh. the most California-like part of Texas there is. Oh, yeah. It's like it's – like, San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> it is, ain't it, man? Wow. Yeah, no doubt. put yeah. it all together in no his doubt. mind, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So wow. one, one more question before we let you go, because we know you got to go lift and mm. eat and do all those things that sure. pro football players right. do. Right. What What was your off season like? What did you do during the summer? Did you travel any? Did you go do anything cool? Yeah, we uh, the off season was planned out real well, and then I got hurt last year during mm-hmm. the season, so I kind of had to cancel a lot of our – um, plans we had for the off season for rehab, and then um, sorry to bring up. Right when I came back from rehab, we thought, well, okay, we're gonna go. You know, we'll take a trip to these coasts or something. And then I broke my foot, <laughs> so we canceled all that. Um, so we kind of just grinded away till I got healthy, and yeah. then uh, after OTAs, Lauren and I went um, to South Carolina. I went to Charleston. Just kind of did, just flew in, did some road trips, and just um, hung out there for a while, um, and then got away on the bye week a little bit, but. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're getting ready to once the season ends, I'm sure we'll try and go somewhere this year. Yeah. A yeah. hey, quick quick thing. I didn't realize that Jeff was from California. And back in the day I used to produce Jeff Ward's show down in Austin back in the early nineties and people'd call into the show complaining about John Makovic because he'd been recruiting guys from California. Why couldn't he recruit Texas guys? Well the guy he was the guy people were complaining about was Ricky Williams. <laughs> yeah. That worked out okay. It, it did work out. Okay. <laughs> well, Jeff, thanks for coming on the show, man. We always enjoy having yeah. you. Appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back and talk some football on Hanging with the Boys. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want... 
exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you back to hanging with the boys we are back and kurt didn't change seats today he didn't want that old sweaty well, I, on him. i'm just uh yeah I'm trying to plan ahead speaking of sweaty <laughs> what you got over there i'm not sweaty i'm feeling good adjust your cleats adjust your pads even adjust good. your helmet Seriously, don't adjust your underwear, because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John is a contour pouch that nestles the boys with moisture-wicking fabric. You won't be sweaty. To keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. 20% off your first order. tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Cool. Thanks, Kurt. Betcha. That's your first time meeting old Geoff. Good dude. What you think, man? He's good, yeah. I, nice guy. I, I, I'd like to see him play more. Yeah. I don't think people realize how good he really is. Yeah. He just doesn't get a, as much time as, you know, as he probably – as he might somewhere else. It seemed like the start – and maybe this was because Dak was new too, but it seemed like last year he was getting more opportunities, and now this year it's not so much. Yeah. And I don't – I don't know why that might be, but – all around good dude too, man. What the way he is on the show—that's that's the way he is in the locker room and outside the locker room. He's just a down to earth. He really he acts like a Texas dude, but he's a California <laughs> yeah. guy. I'm I'm a little disappointed about his choice of <laughs> of burger though. I'm glad I, I like how Kurt you kept it on the down low because I was finna go a whole different direction with the family and everything, and you brought it back to football. I gotta get. <laughs> <laughs> I was finna go to talk about how hey. great his family is. Oh, I'm sorry. Da, da, da. But no, it's good because they need to know a little bit of the football <laughs> right. stuff. You know, I can how, talk about the family all the time. Like it was just silence for a second. We had to yeah. get Kurt to get in there, and then he wouldn't yeah. shut up. <laughs> then he's like Douglas. Once you sorry. let him talk once, it's oh, just yeah. woo gone. Careful what you ask for. Yeah, yeah but I was glad because you, you, that's a great line of question that maybe you could draw me up a good story off of that or yeah, something, you know, like good article. But, uh, I, you know, 
I met his mother and father. I met his wife. I mean, they just genuine, down-earth people that, you know, it's rare. My my family on my mother's side is like that, where it ain't about the social deal. It's, a, you know, I'm talking about in the world, but it's mm-hmm. about that family, man. Yep. When, you, when you meet people that's genuine about their brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, you know, that's that, that's – well, that's almost something to envy, you know. Mm-hmm. Him and his him and his wife make me sick. <laughs> they are like the cutest couple. Uh-huh. His wife is like so cute, and yeah. they're all about each other. And when she was out at camp for like four, three or four or five days, like they just they did they everything hung, together. Yeah, and they hung man. out, and it cool. wasn't you know. It was just like when she was around, they were all about each other. It just <sighs> hey, you go to my man. She always should be glad when she go home, so I can hang out with my boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, Doug, Doug, go ahead. Well, I just said, I hope they give him a chance to develop more. I hope they don't sh- let him go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's got I think, what? I think he's got one year left on his. Yeah. And I, th- I was year. just looking. I think Canada's too. Um, they're developing Rico Gathers. And I don't love Jason Witten. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the greatest ever, but this team just has a hard time developing tight ends behind him. Mm-hmm. And you've seen it with other guys that have gone other places and played well that didn't do much here. And, I don't know. It's hard to find a spot for him, but I sure wish they would. I yeah. wish they'd find him some more time. Douglas, mm. do you remember him when he was in uh, Texas? You know, uh, no, I, no, no, I not <laughs> because he didn't do it. He was a blocking blocking tight end there too. Well, here's here's the the bottom line is that I don't pay attention to Texas football much. What? Oh. He's working. Isn't yeah, that, isn't that blasphemy? Well, look, go I've, been, I've been with the Cowboys radio network for 25 years, and you had to make a choice at some point. It's like six of my seven days are taken up. And so when I've got Saturday, it's like, you know, college football games will go four hours. So am I going to commit four hours every Saturday to Texas? You, and Doug, I can't Douglas, do it. Douglas, there's this thing that they came out with back in the 90s called the internet. You don't have to go watch the game. You can go read the Get highlights. Yeah, I don't even do that. Now, I do watch the Texas OU game, and if they make it to a bowl game or a championship game of some sort, conference or whatever, I watch that. But uh, Tom Harmon, I think, is the new, uh, if I'm pronouncing the last name, that's your new head coach. Herman, yeah. Tom Harmon. Derek is going to pull your UT card. He knows about this. I've told him. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Hey man, but I uh, I support the number one swim program in the in the country. What's at that? the University of Texas? Oh, is that right? Oh yeah. Okay, well, it's, they're the best by far. Uh, in and out. More of national Waterburg. championships. <laughs> Their head coach is the coach of the Olympic team half the time. In and out a Waterburger. I like Brahms. That wasn't an option. <laughs> Kurt. Brahms are ice cream, okay? They make really good burgers. <laughs> I also make a good burger on my George Foreman. Oh, well. George Foreman can crank out a good I, I tell burger. I'll tell you what. Tell you what. Uh, is, uh, wow. <laughs> you got Whataburger. I, I pick Whataburger. <laughs> okay, thank you. Now, no. now. Nate just asked Kurt if he had anything uh, let better me tell to say than Douglas. <laughs> let me tell you something. We had Whataburgers in Florida back in 80. Early age. Did you really? We had them. I'm serious, and they were they were in every small town, and back in Florida we call them country towns. Mm-hmm. And, and every small town, you know, like Leesburg, uh, Saint uh, Saint Petersburg. Back in the day, was kind of small. Mm-hmm. Just every small Oviedo, every small town had a water, but not in the major cities. 
Orlando, Miami, Tampa. We they had McDonald's and Burger King. Mm-hmm. So we would travel and be like, "Mom, said, hey, you want to try Waterburger?" And we wouldn't. Man, Waterburger. Stop at McDonald's. Stop it, bro. <laughs> and then I got out here, and you know, and during my years of you know when I was a drinker and all of that, man, Waterburger was the bomb. Twenty four hours. <laughs> and so now that I don't drink, and it, if I, and you know, you can't eat but one Waterburger. So, man, I. It, I look for when I'm traveling. I'll be like, I hit my little computer. Waterburger, where are they? <laughs> I'm the same way, man. Yeah. First, man. first stop I make when we get back from camp. <laughs> yeah. Being out in California, straight to Waterburger. Waterburger I don't man. get in and out. I just don't get the. It must be a California thing. I don't. Yeah. But now that's their version of Waterburger. Yeah. But let me say this right here: if you good. go to California, they the in and outs in California. Tastes totally different yeah. than the ones oh, I really? Oh, oh man, it's yeah. to- okay. I'm serious. They yeah. taste totally. I'm like, is it me? It's the air or something. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with Nate. Is it okay. the sea breeze or something that you're getting? It's like the real, the real palm trees in front of them. That yeah, better. I'm Maybe glad to hear you say that because I, when I did go to the In and Out for the first time here in Dallas, I. You know, I thought, okay, this is it's not a bad burger. But, yeah, but it ain't a great burger. Well, it well, ain't a water burger, I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> My wife will pat and melt you to death at that water burger. <laughs> <laughs> water burger, some good stuff, man. Wow, they better be, they better be a sponsor after this. Whataburger is a sponsor. Yeah, they yeah. better Our be. Our sponsor. I'll yeah. say this about Whataburger. Back in the day when Shannon and I were in high school, Whataburger served the biggest chocolate shake you could get anywhere. And so that was of great value to me. Really? See, we didn't have them back in Louisiana. We had Wendy's, Burger King, and McDonald's in the town I was from, and that was in a Dairy Queen. Yeah, I got had Dairy Queen. I never even heard of what a Burger. But when I yeah, went, they to, had like big gold. When I size. went to the Burger King in in, in Louisiana, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nate got choked up. Get in the Heimlich, Kurt. <laughs> Hop on. <laughs> Don't go. I went to the I went to Louisiana and went to a Burger King, right? What I thought was a Burger King. Uh-huh. And I looked at the menu and said, egg too fat. What? <laughs> it had Cajun food on it. Really? It still had the Burger King side, but it had all Cajun food. <laughs> po' boy, shrimp, po' boy. <laughs> Change the sign. I'm like, wow. Oh wow. wow. Louisiana something else, man. They're what? like, we hey, we ain't paying to change these signs. Everybody know we <laughs> <laughs> What is Ray Lewis doing wearing a Harvard uniform? On TV? It's Halloween. Now, he looks like he got that <laughs> Dion hair too. Looks like he got some extra hair added. Hmm. Is that what Dion's doing, Nate? Yeah, did you ever ask him about that? Nah, man, every t- <laughs> Wow. Every time I see him, he got on the hat. So I forget to do it. <laughs> but if I was to see it, because I know he's put out no hat on his head, <laughs> it would remind me. And, Kurt, he, I didn't know that uh, Jeff Swaim and Aaron Rodgers went to the same high school. That yeah, they weren't there info. at the same time, I don't think. Still, though, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And the same, and the same college. junior yeah. college. Yep. I did not know that. <laughs> there you go. Let's talk a little bit about the Cowboys' defense. We talked about their offense going up against uh, – Kansas City's defense yesterday. Let's talk about this Cowboys D. Looks like they're actually starting to figure it out up front. I guess that's a byproduct of everybody being healthy and and being able to do their job. But what Nate, what are you seeing this week? What What, what I'm seeing is you you a, a young team that's still getting better. And I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys secondary and uh, front line. Uh, you you see 
Demarcus Lawrence playing on another level, and and that's drawing them young guys like uh, Irving and helping the older guys like uh, Tyrone Crawford come into his own because they're getting single blocked. Mm-hmm. You can't double everybody, so, and they taking advantage of those single blocks. Everybody, I mean, you you see everybody. I mean, you see Jalen. They they blitzing him or uh, bringing him in as an extra man sometimes. Jalen Smith, and he's. He's getting where he he is getting there because I think by him playing less snaps, he's better. But fellas, this is a big play machine, and when you have big plays, what it says is every snap you can't blow a coverage, you can't blow a running scheme. When you play an explosive, you got Tariq Hill for. Four lightning, four two, four three lightning wide receiver. You got Kareem Hunt. Is that is that I'm saying it right? Yep. Who's quick as lightning? Who can take it to the house on any any point in the field? When you got Tra- uh, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. a Kelsey Travis, a Travis. This dude is tough. He's good. Yeah. This tight end is tough, and you got a coach that uh, running a lot of. Schemes where he 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 incorporated college schemes with with the with the quick screen the fake the fake throw out uh, zone reads toss to your tight end he's gonna have a million plays and out of a million plays he's gonna run a hundred thousand of them so you don't know what you're getting only thing you can depend on is the bulk of those plays are going to those three guys I mentioned. Mm-hmm. The bulk of those plays. Now they got other guys. We can see where they uh, where those two <clears throat> guys rank in the league as far as yards. Those other guys, what's called it, should be one or two in rushing. Kareem, and, and, yeah, and he's, he's number one in, in from line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Now he got they, he got hammered by Denver last week. They they kept him in check. I thought that I think that hundred uh, scrimmage yard thing is going away at seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned uh, you mentioned scheme, and that made me think of something. Is there any benefit for the Cowboys because they know Andy Reid so well back when he was with the Eagles? Is there any benefit, or has he had enough time away from that that he's changed what he? No, does? no, no. He's always been a coach about a bunch of plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to have the smart guys, which he got the smart guys. Uh, they lead the league, are in the top three in big plays. Uh, over 20 yards, explosive plays, over 50 yards. Uh, uh, They're they not going to come and drive uh, 50, 60 like we do. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll start out like that, and all of a sudden you'll see them in four plays, they down, they down in your red zone. Uh, we have to, we have to, we have to understand Defensively, who you have, you got to stay home. You can't. You can't. This week here, you can't say, "Man, I'm a bite on this play." I know it's happening. If your read don't take you there, don't go there. Because if the sooner you blitz down in there, the quarterback don't keep the ball and be going down the field. As soon as you go down in there, they're gonna toss the ball to Kelsey, and he's gonna run right up, run up, right up behind you because they run it. Because when you blitz down in there, and he done faked it, he faking it across to uh, Tariq Hill. Then he come back like he's gonna hand it off to the running back, and you knifing down under. You don't ignore your first read. 
that's going to keep you out there. That's Tariq coming across the formation. You should stay there just for him, but you're going to knife down because you think they're handing it off to to my man, and Kelsey sitting right behind you, and he just tossed it right to him. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's streaking up the field. Yeah, Hunt is uh, Hunt's yeah. leading the league in rushing yards. Huh? Kelsey's sixth in receiving yards. Tyreek Hill's seventh in receiving oh, yards. And I think all of them got like three touchdowns or more. Wait a minute. Correct? So Kelsey yeah. is sixth in receiving yards, not just amongst tight ends, but overall. overall. Woo! Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, Kelsey has four touchdowns. Hill has three. Let me and our boy has what? And Cream, uh, where'd he go? Cream Hunt has time. four as well. See, that's a mixture. And then they got other guys. Uh, they got other guys that's scoring too. Yeah. As, as this thing go on, and that's why if you don't stay home, if you don't stay home, uh, you gonna get hurt because, like I said, you go knifing down in there, and your key ain't took you down in there. Are, are you, you know, you penetrate this week here, you penetrate and you find that ball as fast as you can. That's what she said. You don't penetrate and, 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 uh, and, and be running, running around. So I'm going to the quarterback because you'll be, you'll be, you, coach will be hot at you. Yeah. And speaking of the quarterback, that dude will take off on you too. He can that's, run. That's what I'm got saying. some wheels on him. That's what I'm saying. So when you, when you think that you, you got him corralled, and now he's throwing the ball deep. Oh, yeah, and he's and he's pretty accurate this yeah, year. Yeah, he's he throwing the ball good. deep, and, and and he's hitting some receivers now. I'm I'm telling you. Uh, now he's not on the. He reminds me as far as the mobility part. He reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. Like he doesn't have as strong of an arm, I don't think. But he'll pull the ball down and take off on you, and it's you know next thing you know he's twenty yards down the field, yeah. out of bounds. Yeah. How do you combat that? You just know you just got to play good, sound. Football. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Do what you're supposed to do. Uh, If you're supposed to be back defending the deep part of the field, don't let nothing bring you up. Unless you see that person with the ball, then you come get the ball. You're going to have to rally and tackle. You can't – all the things I've been screaming about, hustle, well, first of all, knowing where to line up, Knowing your responsibility, tackling, and hustling. You gonna have if you don't know whether where to line up at, you, you it's all over anyway. What, now, what did you just say? You said tackling, which we haven't been great at. <laughs> knowing where to line up, which we haven't been that great. We get, at. We've gotten better. We've gotten better. We we instead of guys just running all over the place, now it, it don't happen as often. Hustling, I think we, we've been hustling. Yeah. But two of those three, That's not the best. best. So, yeah. Nate, you, you get me scared, man. <laughs> get me scared. I'm just, you know, they, like we talked about yesterday, they give up 392 yards on defense, but they, they, they're in the top in turnovers, interceptions, fumbles. Uh, they they, 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 they uh, good team that will get a, get a sack at the right time. So you playing a team that's offensively explosive, defensively explosive. That that's who they are. They're an explosive team. You can score on them. They're not gonna panic because they know they can score on you. Now they got a young kicker and name B U T K. Yeah, Butker. 
Buckner, Buck, T, Buck, Bucks up. First game, I think he missed his first <clears throat> field goal. Field goal. Him, and, him he, and the running back is arm in arm. And he's hit everyone. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, the running back he he fumbled and ain't missed nothing yet. I don't think he. I think what was that stat? He didn't fumble his entire college, college career. career. Yeah, I don't even think he did in high school. And then fumbled first, the first, first time he touched down. the ball. What were you going to say, Kurt? A while ago. For? Well, Garrett had mentioned in his press conference. They asked him, "How do you prepare for a team like this with so many weapons? Do you have to do this for Kelsey and this for Hill and this? You know, all this." And he was kind of like, "Yeah, you have to do it, but you can't lose focus of what you do." Thank you. And so, even though you you know you kind of had you got to be aware and prepare, but you have to like exactly like you said, you have to do what you do, which in their case is assignments. Assignments do too much tackling yeah. that kind of thing. So he also said this. I, I think he said this was like their toughest opponent they've been against. So they you know they've got a lot of weapons and they do a lot of things well. So they got to play their game though. Let me tell you what cures all of that. I'm gonna tell you what cures all of that. And this is what this is what. This league is not about hit a suck in the mouth. <laughs> it, it, that that cures all that, you know, when that running back run up in there, eject him back out. Mm-hmm. You know, do that a couple of times. When Kelsey catch a ball over the middle, make sure you split him right down the middle. You know, that that right there, that'll have people like, oh, oh, do you really – do I really want to do yeah, this again? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm serious. And, and that's why Minnesota, that's largely why uh, the Los Angeles, is it the Los Angeles Rams? Mm-hmm. That That's why they're where they're at. Yeah. That, you know, teams that got those defenses that make you fear. That's why the Ravens are making their comeback the way they doing because teams that has defenses that make you fear, you know. Mm-hmm. And talk about Travis Kelsey. He's a big dude. He's 6'5", 260, to put that in perspective. And crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ain't right in the head. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't trying to hear nobody's tune. You know, he don't play to nobody's no. tune. Just watch his yeah. touchdown celebrations. Yeah. He gets after it. But to put that in perspective, Tyrone Crawford, he's shorter – and only outweighs him by 30 pounds. He's 6'4", 290. <laughs> so you got a tight end that's 6'5", 260 going up against some of these. And can run. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Who's going to be assigned to him? Is that going to be Orlando? That'll be, that'll Byron be, Jones? Yeah, Garrett kind of said that Byron – he said it'd be they do a lot of different things, but it'd be, mainly be on Byron Jones, it sounded like. Because who else going to – Yeah, who's big enough? Uh, yeah, because, you know, you can holler Scandrick all you want. Yeah, man, will run right through Scandrick mm-hmm. and, and dismiss him. And you know what? I feel pretty good about Byron Jones because when he's been lined up on some of these better and bigger tight ends in previous, you know, last year, I think he was, he had, or two years ago, he was up against Gronk and then he was up against uh, Jimmy Graham. He, he, he did a good job on those guys. I think the worry might be, though, that they need him back, too. Unless Chidobe Awuzie is back there. Mm-hmm. What's our injury report? Uh, yeah, because, yesterday. see, this, this is where these young guys – we needed them to be healthy early. Yeah. So we could have got them reps about, you know. So go through the highlight uh, this is players. This is from yesterday. Awuzie did not practice. It sounded like Garrett said he would be limited today. Uh, Beasley did not practice yesterday, but Garrett said he would practice today, so he, he's better. Um, Tyron Smith did not practice yesterday with his back, but he's expected to today. 
A couple new ones popped up yesterday. Des Bryant was limited because of a knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently that came kind of at the end of practice. It was bothering him, so he, he set out. But uh, they don't seem too concerned about it. Malik Collins was limited yesterday with a foot injury. That's probably the same one that kind of we need to get him, him up healthy. A and Demarcus Lawrence uh, was limited a little bit yesterday with a calf muscle. Um, again, I think that kind of happened during they just more precautionary. It doesn't sound like it's it's too serious. So they do. They got some guys banged up. Noah Brown was limited with the thigh. So. Noah Brown, what he had a thigh issue that limited him yesterday. So it doesn't sound like. Uh, well, I guess Awuzier is still pretty serious, but the rest sound like they'll be ready to. Nate's like, sit him. Sit him. <laughs> it just, it comes a point where you try a couple of times and and, and then, it, then it don't work after, you know, you try him and then you miss two games, you try him again, it don't work. How about, and I'm quite sure they're saying the same thing. You know what? They probably want to try, hey, man, let us know when he's ready. I mean, not not when you think he let us know. Take him through vigorous workouts to let so we can put him on the field and see what he is. I tell you what, man, we don't talk about him enough, but the trainers have done a hell of a job this year with getting guys back out on the field and, and keeping guys. Yeah, we got to try to get them over here. Yeah, they've done a good job. You think about Anthony Hitchens, how fast he came back when that happened. You know, everybody was like, "Oh, that's." It looks really bad. He, Tyrone Crawford. Tyrone Crawford, you know, got him back faster than any of us thought it would be. So they've, they've, they've done a great job. And used to be plagued by hamstring injuries all the time. That's, yeah. Those have been kept to kind of a minimum this year too. So I don't know if they're doing anything different or, or just kind of luck of the draw this year, but um, looks like they've been doing a great job. Let's take a quick break. Go pay some bills. When we come back, we'll do our over-unders. And we'll see what the wow. Cowboys need to do to win. Wow! And Once what, again, pencil whipping. And what the what the? I'm gonna wow. let you check. I'm gonna let you check it. I'm gonna show you as I write them down. So yeah, Mr. Cheat Shannon. And we'll beard. see. And we'll get everybody. Hi, matey. He's a pirate. And we'll get everybody's <laughs> opinion on what Kansas City needs to do to win. When we come back on Hanging with the Boys. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. 
That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back. Final segment of Thursday. Remember, tomorrow is Friday. We will have the genius of Brian brought us in to answer our questions. Now, what questions you supposed to ask, Brian? So, I've got them written down here. Yeah. What have you been seeing with Jonathan Cooper? Okay. And has he been the reason why this offensive line has been playing a lot better than they were in the beginning of the year? And then Jay Ajayi. Is he any good or not? Man, I liked him. What's man. he got? Yeah, I like Jay Ajayi, but they say he got a knee. He got a knee problem. Mm-hmm. You know? He's, he's kind of battled it. Didn't he tear yeah. up his knee in college? Yeah, but I think he blew it up really bad. I think he – Jai. Yeah. I like his name, too. Yeah, I'd love his name. I like his look. I just yeah, like that. He guy. runs nice, too. Yeah, I don't like him on the Eagles. No, I don't like him on the Eagles. I don't like the way he looks in, in green. That's for sure. No. All right, fellas. Let's do this over under, and I'm going to show you when I write these down, so I'm not I'm not accused of cheating again. Well, uh, you know what? <laughs> I don't know where my mind Bubba was. Bits. He could do these for us. We could make that his bid every week. He it's, comes in on Thursday and, and sets the over under for us. Golly, All right, we'll do that. Bubba, That'll be his deal. Uh, Bubba Bits hit challenge. one time big and ain't been. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got his 15. Way to go, Shannon. <laughs> All right, let's go. Cowboy sacks two and a half. Nate, over. It got to be over. They need five. All right. I'll say over. Kurt's going over. I'll go over. All three over. See that? Okay. Okay. Cowboys running backs, all three of them, over or under 100 yards combined rushing? Well, that's going to be – that's easy over. They got to in order to win this game. Okay. Kurt? Yeah, I'll take the over, all three of them. All right. I'm going to take the over, too. I don't think any one of them will get 100, but – I, I think I one of them will get 60. Wow, yeah. ye of little faith. Travis Kelsey, <laughs> 100 yards receiving, over or under? He need to be under for Nate. Nate's going under. I'll say under. Kurt's if going he under. go over, bro, we in trouble. Yeah, I'm going yeah, over. Bad. I'm taking the over. Oh, he picking us to lose. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Des Bryant, 100 receiving yards. Will this be the game? He, he, we can out? put him on his uh, backup guy. I think they brought a guy off injury reserve or whatever. But this Eckers kids, or Ackers, A-C-K-E-R, uh, put Dez on that left side and face him and keep him away from Marcus Peters. Don't even make that an issue. Mm-hmm. And if you do, put him in the slot. Okay. You know? So you're going over? We, yeah, we need for Dez to come up big this game here. We need some big plays from him. All right, Nate's over. What do you say, Kurt? I'll go under. I, I, we need a big weekend from or Sunday as well, but not that you hadn't done it yet. So. Kurt's going under. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over, hoping that he can get out of this funk. And I'm going to go over with two touchdowns. That's my bold prediction. Look at you. There we go. Kareem Hunt, 100 rushing yards, over or under? We need him to be under. Mm. Second week in a row. Kurt? Fortunately, I'm going over. Kurt's going over. How y'all got us to win? (laughs) Y'all can't have us to win. I am going to go. Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna say they're gonna give up passing yards to Kelsey, but they're gonna they're gonna sell out for the run and hold him under 100 yards. 
There we go. Now, the fun stuff. Kurt, yes, let's go sir. to you first. Yeah. The Cowboys will win this game if. If they can get the running going. They have to get something going there. What you, mean, what you mean by that? Get it going. Zeke's not here. They need somebody to step up or the group needs to step up and run the ball. They've, they've Kansas 150, 160, 110. Kansas City is not a good run defense. They have to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. They have to grind out the clock, keep their defense off the field, keep Alex Smith and his weapons off the field. they got to be able to run so the ball. So find a running game without Zeke. Yes. All right. Nate, Cowboys win if – they keep them on a hundred, keep them on a hundred yards rushing, and uh, and and tackle well, tackle very well, tackle well. I'm gonna say the Cowboys along with two turnovers. The <laughs> the Cowboys win if they win the turnover battle. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think these two teams are really evenly matched. I think it's going to come down to special teams, field position, and turnovers. Yeah, especially the way that, uh, like Nate was saying, they've got such an explosive defense. You got to can't turn the ball over to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I agree. So if we turn them over, man. If we turn them over, which they ain't got but three turnovers. They had two last week and one at the beginning of the year. If we turn them over. And and get and get up get up around 130 yards rushing. I mean, we controlling the clock. We've turned them over, and we t- we gotta tackle. Mm-hmm. Even if they catch a 20 yard pass, we gotta stop them right there. You, you you can't miss tackles against these guys. One tackle is a touchdown. You miss a tackle when you got two guys or three guys that run four four, and you got one. You know the other guy run a four two. And then the other guys, the other guy's so big, you just can't stop him in Kelsey. Right. You're just so huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, man. Kurt. Yes, sir. Kansas City wins if. If? Well, I mean, they Alex Smith has his way in the passing game, throws all over the place. And, and I don't know how they sh- – I, th- I think you're right. They got to hold Kareem Hunt to under 100. They got to maybe load up to stop that. But that means – those young guys on the secondary, they've got to do their job on the outside and keep Smith from – I mean, he's highest passer rating right now, I think, most accurate. Got to do something to disrupt him. Nate? It's what? Kansas City wins if they do what? They don't. <laughs> they don't win. So I'm sorry. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. They just don't win. Yeah. They don't win. Yeah. I'm going to say Kansas City wins – if they get pressure on the quarterback, keep Dak out of sorts and get more than three sacks or more, I think they win the game. See, because the key thing is at any moment, at any moment, and this is what I you've always heard me say, you heard me say it all during training camp, at any moment, this game, and from that game, from this game on, and for six games or five games after this one, this turns into Dak team 100%. At any moment, see, this is how scary this is. Mm-hmm. You get down by seven points, I mean 10 points against this explosive team, all of a sudden you can holler, we're going to run, we're going to run, and, and your guys ain't tackling, this turns into we got to score. 
Right. Regardless of what we sitting up and saying, well, you know, Scott Lanahan's going to stay with the run. He's <laughs> going to pound it in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Easy to say. Yeah, that. Easy yeah, to you say. Know, you get but out I, I want him. I don't want him to get away from it too quick. Because what's too quick? Well, I don't see because they're down ten nothing in the first quarter. Let me I say this right here. Run. Getting back to the line of scrimmage with Zeke is one thing. Not getting back to the line of scrimmage with the other guys is another thing. Yeah, it's going to depend on what they do. But see, when you running and you running backwards, and when I'm saying second and it's second and, and eleven, it's second and twelve. You have like. Four of them in the first half, and all of a sudden, it's the score is 10, 10 to six. You come out the first half, you try to run that thing. Uh, they come out and they score because we get the ball in the first half. They get it and they come out and hit for seven. Now all of a sudden, we're looking at six to seventeen. And the first time we run that ball, it's a no gainer. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah, everybody keeps asking me, what's the deal? Is everybody freaking out about, you know, Zeke not being in the backfield for this game? And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, the guys that they have on this team are good backs. And I don't think look, – look, look in our eyes when you talk. Don't put your head down like you don't believe what you're I'm saying. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm <laughs> thinking. They're good backs. All right, I'm looking in the eye. You got it? I can't tell you. This is awkward. Right. Awkward. I feel like we're about to make out. Right. Right. We ain't going to do that. Go ahead. There on. you go. <laughs> They're good backs. But I think you're going to miss, miss right. Zeke when it's third and one, third and two, when he can just lower his head – Slam it up in and there. Make some people miss Hell, and get a first. Or hit his own guy in the back and just push the pile. You know, I think that's where you're going to really realize that's where you miss Zeke. When it comes to, you know, normal situations, I think you're not going to see that big of a difference. If you look at Anderson for for the, for Denver, they put the fast guy in there, uh, the guy that left Kansas City, they put him in there, Charles. Charles. Mm-hmm. Jamal Charles. And he, he you know. And then they put the other guy from Utah in there, but the guy that made him that made it look good was the Alfred Mars type built guy mm-hmm. against KC's defense. I'm not saying we can't run; we can run, mm-hmm. we can run against them, but we got to hit some home runs because they they got enough home run hitters, you know. To to if they do hit us early, that's why we got to know we we got to stay home early. We got to be. Uh, we got to be safe. I don't want to say non-aggressive. Uh, we got to be safe. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. Uh, if, if it's fourth and one, and we on there, and we on their forty-eight or something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. If we don't, we don't go for it. Yeah, I'm you know sure. because we don't want. I, I don't want it to come down to the fourth quarter with three minutes left and we up by two or they up by four or six or whatever. I don't want it to come down to that, you know, to to where we got to depend on uh, Mike Nugent. I, I just don't. I want us comfortably going into the – with seven or more points that, going into the fourth that's quarter. That's another good point. I don't – how concerned are you with the kicking game knowing that this game could be a really close game? Yeah, our special teams down. has been great, but we don't know this kicker like – we know Dan Bailey. Right. Well, at least it won't be raining. Yeah. This I mean. is true. Let me ask y'all something, and, and tell me if I'm just absolutely crazy for thinking this. You're absolutely crazy for thinking <laughs> Okay. Well, that was a good talk. <laughs> <laughs> There's part of me, yes, 
I hate that Zeke's gone, but there's part of me, maybe this is just me looking for some sunshine in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Part of me is kind of excited and I don't know if, if happy. The unknown, word, yeah. But you actually get to get a good look, a legit game situation, not no preseason, not not training camp. You get to see what you have in Alfred Marsh. You haven't got to see what you have in him since he's been here because he hadn't got enough touches. You finally are going to get to see what you have in Rod Smith, hopefully. We know what we have in McFadden. He's a good, serviceable back. I'm kind of excited to get these guys in a game situation, get them at least 10 or 12 touches apiece, and then you know, okay, this is what we have, and maybe that even changes the dynamic of your offense when Zeke does come back that these guys have more opportunities if they go out there and do something. Am I crazy for thinking that? Only if we win. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Only Kurt? if we win. No, I, you want to see it, and Garrett talked about it yesterday and today. I mean, it's the next man up. You, these guys have their chance now. It, you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? Uh -oh. It just hit me like a uh -oh. like a bullet going down. I have 90. a feeling this is You know what's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> what? If Nate? this was Sean Lee out, then the next man up would be uh, Jalen Smith. Mm -hmm. But with, with Zeke out, it's the next men up. It's yeah. three up. Yeah. <laughs> it just hit me like a bullet. Like, wow, it ain't no next man up for Zeke. No. It's the next three guys. Take three to replace him. But yeah. you know what? That's also saying they prepared for this, and they've got three yeah. solid guys, and they're all so evenly matched. You don't know which one's going to get Ah, uh, No, no, no. They, 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 they ain't I, even. They ain't no. even. I'm going to uh, say uh, Shannon's once, right. Now, once Ron, once Ross, Ron Smith – once they give oh. that tater enough, it ain't yeah. even. Hey, you it heard even, you heard Swain. He's like, we're out there every day with him, and we see, yeah. we see, so we know. Yeah, I think I think they know. It is all he got to do. One thing is, do not put the ball on the ground. If you put the ball on the Lose ground, all that trust, right? Then you, then all the trust. Then we back with Kurt. Then. <laughs> I get to carry the ball. Yeah. Back with Kurt, old reliable. Right. That's what you mean. You're back with half of Mars. Right. You know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Right? You know it ain't gonna, gonna be get. not gonna be flashy. Yeah. Ain't taking one to the house. Yeah, he's just but, gonna be hey, there. Uh, speaking of running backs, we have a minor transaction today. Uh oh, okay. Cowboys have signed running back Trey Williams to the practice squad. Ah, oh, where's he's, he from? He's originally from A and M, but what? he's I'm not sure where he. he didn't What's his forty right? time? I don't know. I'll look that up. <laughs> look that up. Wow. Hey, before we go, we got a minute. All right. Beasley was out yesterday with a concussion, right? He's still in the concussion protocol? No, he's he was back. Yeah, back well, he's, yeah, he's supposed to be back today. Back yeah. today? He's still I, technically in it, I think, but yeah. he's, he's supposed to practice. So he should he should play. So does that mean we're going to see more Ryan Switzer? Or nah. Yeah. You see, when you play a team like this, and we've had nobody – uh, stand out at wide receiver this year. Everybody's got to be on deck because the other kid, uh, the big Ohio State kid, is is banged up. Noah Brown. So yeah, so everybody's on deck, and everybody's got to be running precise routes. Everybody's got to be where they need to be because they got the Peterson kid. He don't get talked about a lot, but he will break on your stuff, bro. He will break. He got three, and I say he will break on your stuff. Oh, he's got three this year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He, he last game. Yeah. He he would get on you now, and and you know, uh, like Dak got a tendency every now and then when the heat is on, cause Hunt is coming. Mm -hmm. Hunt is coming. So the heat gonna be on. Don't throw back across that field. You saw what happened to, uh, uh, 
what is Simeon? Yeah, Trevor Simeon. Uh, yeah, LeBron he threw back across the yeah. field and across his body, and, and and now they talking to him. Yeah, saying, "Hey, man, you got your headset ready?" Because I, cause I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this ain't gonna happen to Dak, but you know, I was while talking to him this week. Hey, man, what you see on the field? You know, last year, last week, I helped you. Now you got to help me. Hey, Douglas. Yes, Trey Williams, forty times four point four nine seconds. Not bad. There you go. Not bad. All right, well, boys. Speed kills, especially when they don't know the plays. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you, sir. Nate, thanks for bringing it. Thanks oh. for having Swain on, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, good, good grab there. We'll uh, try to grab a couple more guys next week. Uh, Douglas, thanks for doing what you do. That's the life we've chosen. Yeah, did not watch the Texas Longhorns. Wow. <laughs> don't you ever be hook horns around me. <laughs> hey, I hooked those horns. Yeah, you beat them out of some money. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Kent, thanks for pushing the buttons. We will be back tomorrow with Brian brought us to kick us off at 1.30. Man Friday. Brian Friday. We will take your phone calls as well. Care to be here to nussle you. I mean, uh, <laughs> read, a, read a ad. <laughs> I'll, nestle, I'll, I'll nestle, don't worry. <laughs> That's what I'm talking Tune in to watch Kurt nestle on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?